Hello and welcome to the download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and it's Tuesdays on time too, which is uh, which has been a rarity for us lately, Stu. We've been a little bit delinquent. Well, it's been a busy time, Dave, but it's uh, it's good to be back. It back is on track. Uh, it is busy, and we were uh, we were out a little bit last week uh, doing some uh, some speaking engagements uh, with some uh, some some advisor groups, and so that was. Uh, that was that was a good time. Some interesting stuff there, and I'm sure we'll get into some of those topics that uh, that we that we got to uh, in terms of the, the the questions that we were getting from that group. But uh, speaking of busy times, always a busy time for an investment manager when you've got earnings season on tap, and we're about to see just a flood of uh, earnings reports coming out uh, in both Canada and the U.S. Uh, for the first quarter. And as you look at it, what is what what do you see coming? In, in earnings and what do you expect to hear from 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 companies in different parts of the market yeah like we expect to you know companies to highlight you know some of the challenges that they've worked their way through and and uh, and the persistence of those over time it's always great to get uh, more information you know right from management themselves because we've been in a little bit of a vacuum uh, as you get into quarter end uh, companies uh, enter quiet periods, and you know we've had this period of time where the yield curve has flattened, which we've you know talked about a lot. Although in the last uh, week, it's you know subsequently uh, you know re-steepened a little bit. But you know we've had this this kind of vacuum where uh, you know when markets don't have new information, they tend to meander a little bit and and discuss uh, those uh, you know what's on everyone's mind you know quite a bit, and uh, they tend to trend a little bit. So. You know, the last couple of weeks has really been about uh, how much uh, accommodation is going to be removed and will that uh, tightening to some degree impact uh, future economic growth? Will inflation be passed through? And, and are we seeing, um, you know, kind of the zenith of, of corporate profitability? That doesn't mean profits won't grow, but in terms of margins and returns on capital and what have you. And um you know, so so you have you have a little bit of murkiness around the earnings picture at the same time as uh, you don't have the same uh, backstop from the the central bank, which has led to a little bit more volatility. And uh, it'll be nice to to get some real information around, you know, just going through a company's income statement, like what is your what does your revenue line look like? What does your cost of goods sold line look like? What are those what are those margins uh, look like? Are you are you are you passing on costs? Are you have you seen the 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 worst of you know some of the impacts on on your inflation? Um, you know, are you making new investments? What types of returns do you want on those investments and, and things like this? So, um, you know, the banks kind of kick it off, and then next week we'll be very busy, and we'll get into tech and all sorts of sectors. But um, you know, the 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 things that uh, you know fundamental investors are you know kind of preparing themselves for simultaneously. You know, right now, uh, concern is elevated. Uh, so, you know, you're always running those scenarios about what could be the impact on earnings if things slow down. But you also have to prepare yourself because uh, sentiment has turned more cautious. And, you know, the cautious side of the boat's a little bit more crowded now than it uh, than it had been. Like, what if we get information that, you know, companies can manage this, that inflation, you know, maybe we've seen the worst. We did have a U.S. CPI this morning. And, you know, while the headline was uh, 0.1 higher than what economists thought, some of the underlying stuff, the core inflation, was modestly better. And things like used car pricing, which have been a big source of inflation, actually starting to come down. So, 
So as a fundamental investor, if if in fact uh, we were uh, you know getting into the soft lending scenario, that would be you know better for the stock market and would likely cause a reversal in uh, you know some of the relative performance that we've seen within the market. And and by that I mean in the last uh, say month we've seen strength from utilities and defensive stocks and weakness from you know some of the more economically sensitive stocks. Um, and, uh, you know, if we, if we, you know, saw signs of, of a soft landing that, that might reverse in a, in a real hurry. Yeah. So, so a, a, a lot to unpack in, 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 in your comments there, Stu, but the, 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 the one thing that, that I think is, is one for, 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 for folks to always know it is you do have that kind of almost a dead period of, of earnings reports and, and it really happens every quarter, but it seems like. This first quarter one is always one that creates a lot of angst in that, you know, that last three, four weeks of, of, of March and into the first week of September or first week of, of April, you, you, there's just nothing going on. So the market does, it's looking for clues, but there's not as many clues out there. And, and the stuff that it's had to focus on has been, you know, mostly negative in, in, in terms of, of the reporting, uh, you know, still obviously issues around inflation, although that report this morning, as you say, there, there could be some signs in there that, that things are turning. But is, is there anything that, that you, you mentioned that how cautious people are in the mood? What are a couple of examples of things that you might see from the reporting that you see over the next two, three weeks that, that might get you to feel less cautious about what's going on in, in, in the market? Well, let's let's uh, use an example. Uh, we won't name them, but uh, you know, a large U.S. investment bank um, that uh, you know would have had one of their best years ever last year, um, and you know, the price to book value at the peak of that activity might have been uh, 1.4 to 1.5 times book value, and in the last uh, couple of months, that ratio has now dropped to 1.1 1 .1 times book value. So the, the stock has come down by around 30%. So, you know, you know, like, you know, we're always trying to marry the long term with the scenarios in the short term. So this investment bank is not dissimilar to the stock market. They have compounded their book value over the last 10 years by around eight and a half percent. Okay. So, you know, if you if you said, OK, in the next 10 years, we're going to have periods of really strong and vibrant capital markets and periods that are a little bit quieter, like we're going through now, which has taken place, they'll probably compound their book value in some neighborhood like that going forward. So then you're looking at the valuation and you're saying, boy, that has corrected a fair amount. Now, it doesn't mean it can't go to 0.95 or or one times or whatever in the heat of that concern. But if you have a range of, say, you know, 0.95 to 1.5, you have both the simultaneous discussion around how business is slow near term, but the stock market has tried to factor that into some degree. Um, you know, so, you know, that, that you know, and, and they're all going to start this week. So that's what uh, that's what we're really looking for. And, you know, we can see a bunch of uh, near term indicators that, you know, we know activity slow. The thing that people are maybe particularly girded for this time is because of uh, the war in the Ukraine and the, the impact in commodity markets, people are wondering if there'll be outsized losses in some of the commodity markets. But again, you know, even if they are, uh, they're not likely to be uh, you know, permanent uh, you know, business changing losses. 
So, you know, to your point, it's we're in a bit of a vacuum. Uh, the anticipatory stress is often worse than the actual uh, announcement, like anything in life. And, uh, you know, so we'll 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 just see as we as we get some reports in the next couple of days. Yeah, and just just like I, I have that big anticipatory stress whenever we're we're about to tape this podcast, and 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 then it works out okay. <laughs> not not because anything I do, but because you're so smart and you you uh, you you carry the load. What 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 would be a couple of things that you you'd look at that would make you a lot more concerned versus where you are right now? Uh, well, from here. Um... You know, probably uh, something on the margin front because that would, you know, I think revenues are going to be okay because of the backdrop and, you know, employment's great and, and, you know, the economy might slow down a little bit, but we're still talking about, you know, a pretty good backdrop for revenue growth. Uh, You know, so the the margin component will be pretty important in, uh, in the next 12 months to get to those earnings expectations. But, you know, really like what we would look for in the near term around some of the areas that um, that had been pressured is like, you know, the news comes out, maybe it's not that great, but the stocks shrug it off, right? And then that's like saying, well, okay, everyone knows that now, so we can go on to what might happen next. That would be, you know, that would be more important, uh, you know, going forward at this juncture. Um, you know, as you know, we've talked about this before as well, but like, in the short term, you know, Warren Buffett would say the stock market's a voting machine. We like to think about it as if people are on one side of a boat versus the other. Um, yeah. You know, the boat for long-term investors heading in the right direction, but people move from side to side. And um, and you know, we've we're just we're just looking for signs that maybe we've moved a little bit too far in, in the uh, in the short term. So, uh, you know, that's that's what that's what's on uh, on the menu this week. Yeah, and and you know, as as we, um, we we keep coming back, it seems like almost every week to this this idea that it 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 really isn't a lot of a surprise this year uh, that we're seeing choppy markets. There's just so many different things going on. Uh, things were relatively calm last year, and usually a calm year is followed by a year that's a little bit more uh, more choppy. And of course, we we've had a a, a pretty incredible 13 year run in markets from the bottom of the. The global financial market and can't go straight up, so so this 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 is not surprising, and we just have to let let things play out. And uh, and earnings season, uh, always like to check in with you on earnings season because it's uh, it, it's one of those things that gives us that next uh, data point uh, to, to 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 get a clue of what why things have been happening a particular way over the last several months, or some clues or signs that things should be better or worse as as we move forward. And that was. Uh, a great way of positioning it, Stu. Great. Well, uh, thanks very much for uh, your time, Dave, and and thanks for the people listening. And uh, we'll catch up next week. Talk to you later. This recording has been provided by RBC Global Asset Management, Inc. for informational purposes only and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. You should consult your own legal, accounting, tax, investment, or financial planning advisors before engaging in any transactions.